0: It's time for biscuits and gravy on KAKU eighty-eight point five FM, Kahului, Maui, the voice of Maui.
1: Will you wake up in the morning? The again. This is the theme biscuit theme remix. Oh yeah, the
2: yeah! This is the gravy, and the
1: hot pain. and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs>
2: well, I'm a rolling, rolling that body. Special. It's
1: the remix
2: of Ignition. What do you think he means by sticking the key in the ignition? What do you think he meant there? I don't know, but the car in question
1: is probably like 14.
2: (laughs) biscuit tears. Welcome to the one, the only, the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road. We are broadcasting live from beautiful downtown Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. You got dialed into KAKU, KAKU88.5, the The voice voice of of gravy. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Vincent Fody, I could not do the show without you, probably because you do literally all all the work for it, and I really appreciate you being in the studio kitchen.
1: I do all the work, and you're the 1%. <laughs> 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 and you make you make all the revenues.
2: I do. You know what, though? Vincent Today today's going to be a very special day. Of this is a very
1: lucrative
2: radio show well, that we do we, on public being access. We, the amoeba that we are, do absorb everyone else's budget. When they get canceled, all the
1: other shows have been canceled,
2: right? Canceled, Aren't baby. we the, the only show on the radio station? <laughs> just us and DJ Tony Two Tokes, baby. Baby. <laughs> ah! Now, we have to do some justice because, as you know, we go on after the David Pacman show, and he is like the liberal elite Vincent Fodi, okay? And we need to counter that by having a good old fashioned home cooked conversation. Like the Biscuits and Gravy Show provides every week Now
1: So you, we're the counterbalance of David Pakman Yes All right on the hold on Counterbalance Okay let me say something conservative <clears throat> Hope More like Nope
2: <laughs> Now we are all riding the gravy train today Vincent Fodi But today I feel like I'm on a gravy train with biscuit wheels You're on
0: a gravy train with biscuit wheels
2: The live studio audience loves that Oh yes they do uh, Today is a very special day Vincent Foti How's that? Biscuit boys, gravy gals, all the biscuiteers out there, today is probably one of the most special days near and dear to my heart. What's that? It's National Butter Day. Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> butter is better than margarine, okay? Butter, you were are here first, folks, on KAKU 88.5. May the lizard people smite me down where I lay. Butter is so good.
1: Sounds like you're in the pocket of big butter.
2: <laughs> or is that? Do you just that have. That would
1: explain my butter fingers. Do you just have butter in your pocket?
2: I got butter in my pocket. Now. We're not just going to talk about how amazing butter is today, Vincent Fodi. okay? Oh, the do world you know? is troublesome. There's so much trouble going on in the world right now, okay? The, the
1: world's on fire. How we about got, yours? We
2: got trouble right here, Vincent Fodi, right here in Biscuit City. Oh, really? Yes. But first, what's what's on the docket for today, Vincent Fodi? <laughs>
1: well, I just want to – did you know that around the turn of the century, they kind of like invented margarine because butter wouldn't keep for the troops – Mm -hmm. and so they tried to come up with some sort of butter substitute that would travel well and then they came out with margarine and margarine started overtaking butter in sales so the butter started like lobbying and spreading all these false rumors about margarine no
2: margarine is bad for you Mm, is it though is it worse than butter it's cheaper than butter and that's our way of targeting poor people vincent
1: (laughs) (laughs) They, they even went like Butter is mentioned in the Bible. Butter is God's spread.
2: So is mustard seeds. Mustard seeds are bizarre.
1: Margarine is the devil. Mm. Did Mm. you know that? No, I didn't. All right, so let's get into it. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we are a a couple of Maui-based comedians. We're a bunch of ragtag raisinettes in the sun. And uh, if you're listening to this show live on the radio on 88.5 KKU, The Voice of Gravy, don't forget that you can listen to all of our past Biscuit and Gravy episodes. Just look us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Stitcher, and broadcasting
2: of, live from BiscuitWars.com.
1: Things of this nature. Just uh, look us up. We're Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Spotify. You can also find us Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Instagram. Like, like us, follow us. We got all kinds of extra cool content. And you can find us on Patreon, Biscuits and Gravy 808. And don't forget to email all your trivia questions for Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo uh, to
2: the and Gravy
1: at gmail.com. Ah. That That's
2: the biscuits and
1: gravy uh, at gmail.com. You know who else was at Open Mic last night who was really funny? <laughs> Friend of the show, Michael Mann. Oh, yeah! Who was on the show last week. Uh-huh. And for some reason is not on the show right now.
2: It's because he's playing wiffle ball. It's- <laughs>
1: he's yes. playing frisbee frisbee golf froth Frolf. he froths for the win
2: summer of george but
1: I, I really wanted to have him back on the show this week because there's so much stuff we didn't get to ask him last week kind of like um what was it like to direct the movie heat <laughs> <laughs> always want to know that michael mann uh or <laughs> what was it like working with will smith on the movie ali oh uh, mm, i don't like that movie do you like Ollie?
2: Do you like that movie?
1: Uh, It's okay. It's something. He's pretty good, though. He
2: is so good.
1: So uh, He's he's actually staying with me at my place, so I'll ask him about what it was like to direct Al Heat when I go home. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Val Kilmer? <laughs> Come on.
2: What oh, are, man. It's, Did it's, you see that ultimate Val Kilmer and his throat cancer documentary movie that he made himself? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tearjerker. Yeah. It was, it was also cute, so it's it kind of another tearjerker. It jerker.
1: was pretty rough. Mm. Uh, he, I like it rough. And he dated Cher at one point. And who would have Whoa. thought between Cher and Val Kilmer that Cher would be the one to win an Oscar? No one saw that coming. Mm. You know mm. what else they have going on at the playground? What? Monday nights, they're doing trivia again. I
2: hear that Monday is all sorts of fun days.
1: Yeah, so it's like if on the Mondays where they don't have a comedy show, they're doing trivia. And uh, we went and did Diana, Mike, and I all went to trivia. And it was just the three of us. And we came. Well, you must have won if there's no one else there. <laughs> no, it was just the three of us on a team.
2: Oh, just. And the
1: so there was other teams that had like six, eight people on it, and it was just the three of us. And uh, we actually came in second place.
2: Nice number two.
1: So uh, a pretty good showing. So and then, of
2: course, we are also the number two radio show in Greater Maui County. We are the number two radio
1: show in Maui, and we are your
2: at-home conspiracy network. Right. <laughs> We've got it all going on. Chuck T with the hot (laughs) conspiracy. Coming up the show, we got spoiler alert. I'm very excited about this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Vincent Foti, (laughs) it's been a couple days since we've been on the radio, so I'm sure you've plowed through... 18 seasons of obscure tv shows yeah can't wait to tell us about it we've got actually a lot to talk about for spoiler alert all right whatever so shows i are gonna spoil i'm gonna today? say probably the
1: second the entire second half of the show is gonna be spoiler alert
2: except for chucks <laughs> of the knowledge oh, buffalo uh
1: we can spoil succession maybe? okay uh maybe we'll spoil oh i know we're gonna spoil uh you
2: Oh, nice. Okay. I'm about I'm all about that. Um There you has also been in the uh GIF kind of like news lately. They're not a GIF, it's a very short sequence. I uh, thought you were
1: gonna say it. it's not GIF, it's GIF. Oh no. And if you pronounce GIF as GIF, you're a cold blooded communist. You might want to check trash. out one
2: of our sponsors, uh Paul Simon's Insane Asylums. <laughs> if you pronounce JIF like GIF. Um, so there's should we get into the whole GIF GIF thing? No.
1: Okay. Just tease it. All right. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <Just> tease it. <laughs> no, I gotta uh-huh. get this off my. I gotta get this off my chest. The get guy, it off the chest, young man. The guy who invented. So everybody pronounces pronounces it as GIF. Uh huh. But then the guy who invented the format said, "I pronounce it as JIF." So then everybody's like, "Well, technically, he's the one who made it, so it should be pronounced JIF." However, I don't care. However. First of all, GIF is already the name of a peanut butter, so we shouldn't be calling it that. And second of all... But GIFs are so smooth. G-I-F, GIF, is short for Graphics Interface Format. So Graphics is a G. It, graphics is a hard G, not it's a soft a G. G bro. It's It's Graphics, not Graphics.
2: It's the hardest of the Gs. So it should
1: be GIF, not GIF. So mm. that's my two cents on that. Mm. Um, do you remember when we were talking about uh, McDonald's lobster rolls? The most amount. Did you do a deep dive on it this week? I I didn't do a deep dive on the McDonald's lobster roll, but what I did do was... uh, So my girlfriend had a lobster that she had gotten from her family... And it was in our fridge for a couple days, and I was like she was like, Oh, let's let's eat that lobster. So I was like, Okay, cool, I'll make a lobster roll, because we had been talking about lobster rolls, and I uh-huh. was in the mood for a lobster roll.
2: It is National Butter Day.
1: So uh, I cooked up the lobster and I made a lobster roll and everything. Are you a
2: mayo or a butter lobster roll guy?
1: Uh both. Put mayo in the lobster roll. On offense,
2: but not to offend what are you then, Dave Matthews band song now, Vincent Vodi? But
1: then you you then you like put a lot of butter on the roll. <sighs> And so I made a lobster roll, and uh, then she was like, You know what? I'm not feeling that hot. I think I'm going to skip eating a lobster roll. You can have it all to yourself. So I did eat it, and then I got food poisoning.
2: Yeah, because it was, first of all, it was a hand me down lobster. It was a hand me down lobster. (laughs) It
1: was in the fridge. Um, So I made a little whoopsie doo, and I ate this lobster, and. I should not have done that. So I ate it on a day where I had to go to work. Mm. So <laughs> I ate it, I went to work and then halfway through my shift, we were really busy at work too, by the way. So I had like a full section of all my tables and then all of a sudden I start sweating profusely and like my stomach is cramping. It was super bad because like we <laughs> were so, we were so busy at work that I couldn't leave. To, I couldn't like Just give my tables away I had to just continue Powering through it It was pretty much The like The perfect storm Nightmare scenario Of What kind of lobster ha- was it? Having food It was a local spiny Okay I, I was mean. like I was like trapped I, Having food poisoning and Being super sick And also not being able To like leave work
2: mm, It reminds me of the time I was trapped In a water closet <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty I think it's time To start the Biscuits and Gravy show today What do you think? I think so. I think, Alrighty, I think I'm, everybody. I'm ready I'm ready to move on. Boys and girls. just like your bowel movements. Yes. All right everybody. Boys and girls, biscuit gals alike. <clears throat> God, that was so loud. It was so loud. It was, was so good. <laughs> I huffed and I puffed. That was an unnecessarily okay. loud train whistle. All right. We got trouble right here at Biscuit City, Vincent Fodi. We got to jump on in to the nuts and the bolts of the show. I'm Chuck Sauce. You are Vince Fodi, And there today go. we're going to have a spectacular Biscuits and Gravy Show event. We are winding down. This is like our fifth season, I think. Of Something the, like that. Of the biscuit, Yeah, we've, we've been doing show. this
1: for much longer than needed to be
2: yeah and uh, i just want to remind everybody that the biscuits and gravy show wouldn't be possible Mm -hmm. without listeners like you um support from my lovely girlfriend governor chris christie and of course community-minded celebrity sponsors like matthew broderick's broderick shaws matthew broderick's broderick shaws the safest way to be on the road with matthew broderick not available in ireland a subsidiary of Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. Today's show is also brought to us by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with yo-dirt. And Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy comes in part by Winona Riders Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Rider. And,
1: of course, we are also able to do this show with help from Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning,
2: states evidence. Chew. All right, so you ready for a little follow up junction? I am the most amount ready for follow up junction. Now, let's let's tie this back in. I did a little research on the McDonald's lobster roll, and it was oh, not, really? it was. They say it was available in New England only, but it was a very broader term. It actually was available in select markets uh, between D.C. and what is considered the tri-state New England area. So were you in the jurisdiction of where they actually had the lobster rolls? And I remember eating it and thinking, this is something I'm putting in my mouth. And it was it was like twelve years ago, and it cost so, like nine bucks. So you, kn- so like you know what it sounds
1: thing. like? It sounds like we've got a, a Pepsi Kona situation going on. <laughs> because remember uh, when I was talking about yeah, was like, Chuck, Pepsi Kona, which was a coffee flavored Pepsi. You remember this?
2: And I'm like, no, I don't. Filly, and I was like, everybody, you're a raging lunatic, I was and no like, one listens to you.
1: Everybody remembers in the mid two thousands when Pepsi came out with Pepsi Kona, and then you're like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then it turns out that Pepsi Kona was only released in a limited test market. And the limited test market happened to include Philadelphia, mm-hmm. so I was like one of the few privileged people that ever had experienced Pepsi Kona. But I remember uh, Coke with lemon, like lemon Coke.
2: Yeah, that was weird. That was remember national. The, that the was touch screen Coke machines where you had like, yeah, like a like They of still have those. Do? They have those at um, the Teddy's big Teddy's bigger burgers. Spoiler alert! I'll give you a little secret, guys, biscuits and gravy girls alike. Not that I support it. Not that I recommend it. But if you are at one of those Coke machines and you want to drink water, the water button is invisible. It's on there. It's on there, but – But it's invisible. So you got (laughs) to go to the empty spot and that's where the water
1: is. They don't want you to be healthy. They
2: do not want you to be healthy.
1: You can get soda water out of those too. That's pretty groovy. Or just like a flavored soda water. That's the most groovy. That's what I really like. So, okay, let's talk about – What do we got for Follow
2: Up Junction, everybody? We got a couple things. for Follow Up Junction. You know my enemy is Mark Zuckerberg, right? Correct. Now, he... I mean, isn't he an enemy of the people? He and I am the most amount of the people, Vincent Vodi. What do you okay. think? All
1: right, uh, hot take. Mark Zuckerberg, lizard person or robot? Clearly, he's a robot.
2: Or a lizard and robot. And there's nothing more that I hate than robots, Vincent Fodi. What about lizard bots? I mean, that'd be pretty cool, dude, <laughs> right? Is there lizard bots? Do androids dream of lizard bops? Find out
1: next has, episode. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't the, the logical next step for lizard people would be to create robots in their own likeness, like humans are doing?
2: Kind so, of. Lizard people have lizard brains, Vincent Fodi They don't think the same way. Either. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now, as you know, longtime listeners to the Biscuits and Gravy show know that I and Mark Zuckerberg are clearly the biggest enemies, right? And he did something very mean to me a couple weeks ago, and I know it, it was a clue that set you off. He did a little press release, a little video conference from home. And he left a little Easter egg. What did he leave in the background of him? Uh, a sp- bottle of sweet baby Ray's. It was Bowie. sweet baby Ray's, and which everybody is my knows favorite barbecue. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. There is nothing on God's green earth that I like more than sweet baby Ray's, okay? And why did he put it behind him? Because he wanted to tell the world that he was in front of me. But let me tell you something, Vincent Fodi. Gravy Gals, Biscuit Boys alike, we need a band together, okay? We need to join forces like Sweet Baby and Ray all together, okay? Because the lizard people want to eat sweet babies. <laughs> But I want to eat Sweet Baby Ray's. Are you saying okay? Are you
1: saying that was like a wink to, yes! to the baby eating community? It was. It
2: was just like Q released that photo of the pen. He doxed me. It's, with a, it's, a, it's, a, it's,
1: a, it's barbecue sauce, which has the letter Q in it. Uh-huh. And also Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard person and they eat babies and they put barbecue sauce on the babies. Yep, it's all the in name, front of us. The name of the barbecue baby. sauce is Sweet Baby Ray. Yes. All right, so this is our new segment called BBQ Anon, which BBQ Anon. which explores conspiracy theories that are specifically in the barbecue sauce <laughs> <laughs> genre. <laughs> so tune in next week. We'll <laughs> tune in next week for our ongoing segment BBQ Anon. <laughs> Oh my god, so it's dumb. (laughs) Oh, also, poutine cocktails are called (laughs) poutinis?
2: I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh my god. Okay. I like I like the idea of (laughs) poutinis. It sounds delicious. Actually, could they make the martini glass out of fried potato so I could just (laughs) eat it at the same time? They have nacho cheese hats, Vincent. They do,
1: or uh, uh, they have those. um, They have chocolate chalk glasses. It's like nacho hats where the the nacho the hat itself is made out of like a nacho chip.
2: Yes. That's what I'm describing. Yeah. So we could
1: could make um, or we could make a a martini glass out of like French fries or something like that. That's what I'm saying. Fried potatoes like Uh a like a hash.
2: We'd probably have to get tater tots and like roll them out real thin. Yeah. And then reform them as a as a martini. Mm. And then we can include that in my poutine routine.
1: Yeah. Also, they do have if you've ever been to like a, a fancy wedding, sometimes they have the mashed potato martini glasses where it's like a, a buffet of mashed potatoes Whoa. have you ever seen that no apparently. so it's like a mashed potato buffet where you you have like uh, a big thing of mashed potatoes and then you have all the fixings on the side so you take your mashed potatoes and put them in a martini glass oh yeah and then you walk down you put your chives or your bacon bits or your,
2: gravy or on or gravy. my mashed potatoes oh yeah
1: ah, ah. <laughs> hold on let me play that
2: and show, And everybody. that's the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> Thanks it's... for tuning in, liking us, following us, and subscribing. And for me to you, blah, 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 blah.
1: We're, we're legally mandated that once we play that song, we have to end the show. <laughs> I think that would, nothing would make anyone happier at 333 Dairy Road if we ended right now. Today's like, show,
2: you're BBQing on.
1: <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge. Okay, so your lunch. we got one more thing for follow up junction uh for follow-up junction we also have to mention that something that we met we were talking about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about uh sandwiches and things that used to be on some fast food menus that they took away that we missed a lot
2: the real important issues here on the
1: biscuits this was just no more than a couple weeks ago we were talking about the Burger King chicken parm sandwich. Bro! And we were like, wouldn't it be great if they brought back the Burger King chicken parm sandwich? Well, guess what? Those people that work at Burger King, they clearly listen to our show and of the, course they do. I'm I'm we proud gave it to the biscuit announce bump, baby. I'm proud to announce that the Burger King chicken parm sandwich has gotten the biscuit bump And will be making its glorious
2: return. Now, true fans of the Biscuits and Gravy Show did a little bit of research on this, and they know that the real reason the chicken parm came back is because of me! That's right, Vincent Fodi. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators, and I call it like I see it.
1: You're a real Notre Dame ass. All righty, (laughs)
2: lordy. And you know what? If I say chicken parm at BK Lounge, BK Lounge is going to have chicken parm, baby, (laughs) okay? Now, if we can only get them to
1: bring back their uh, jalapeno poppers.
2: Yeah, they were good. Uh, Jack, or the sliders? Remember J the sliders? Jay and the B has jalapeno poppers. They yeah. are pretty weak. J- Jackbox. They.
1: Well, I mean, Harveys has
2: really good mozzarella they're, sticks.
1: They're. I mean, they're not the best jalapeno poppers that they have over at Jack in the Box, but we can at least admit that they're probably the best fast food jalapeno poppers available because they're the only place that's doing jalapeno poppers.
2: Mm, Does any right.
1: other fast food places have jalapeno poppers uh, besides Jack in the Box? The real
2: questions here. Remember when
1: Burger King had those sliders where you could get like a six-pack? Checkers
2: or- used to have it. but I don't know if – I don't know Checkers? Che- Checkers, yeah. Wait, what? They used to have jalapeno poppers? Yeah, they had they – had this is uh, about 11 or 12 years ago. They had a really good – Buffalo wings and uh, jalapeno poppers at the same time.
1: Checkers, you might also know it as Rallies if you live below the Mason Dixon line. Checkers and Rallies are the same company; they're just called different things.
2: Isn't Carl's Jr. and something else the same thing too? I don't there's know. Like a, there's like a weird menage a trois going on. <laughs> on
1: <there. laughs> Fast food menage a trois mm-hmm. sounds delicious. It um, sounds thing- like something we would be covering on our show. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I I can say for sure, one thing I know about Checkers for sure is that they probably have, I can't say best, but I can say uh, my favorite
2: fries out of any fast food place. Oh, yeah? Checkers? Yeah. Have you ever had Checkers fries? You they're, must have. They're, like, they're bigger, and I remember them being almost like the, the type of fries you would have at like a NASCAR race. I don't know if that's very yeah, relatable to you. Out
1: of all the fast food places, I can say that my favorite fries come from Checkers, and it's uh, it's it's widely accepted by many people that Checkers um, has fantastic fries. And it's widely accepted that Wendy's probably has the, more, the worst <laughs> fries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The only thing that makes wendy 's fries good is that they also sell frosties and you can dip the fries in the mm, frosty yeah okay so Frost, the wendy 's fries are kind of on par with like a plastic spoon <laughs> <laughs> where they, it doesn't really taste that great, but it can be used as a conveyance for chocolate frosty. I dig it. anything else for follow-up junction today? Um, no, I just want to talk about past fast food items the and, most <laughs> amount and, and bro. hope that we can also give them the biscuit bump. the most amount. Um, how many how many uh mick ribs have you eaten since the mick has
2: come back? <laughs> Zero, but I've made myself a bunch of ribs. Oh nice. As you know, I have a sous vide, which is uh, you vacuum seal meat and you cook it exactly the temperature it's supposed to be so it never gets overheated. Right. And what you can do is uh, leave food on the counter for two days and not get food poisoning like you did, Vincent mm. for So, so in I, I made in an ideal world. Myself a bunch of ribs and I cooked it to the point where I could literally pull the bone out. And then you just smash it together. And then and make I it took a CPR a course. Homemade McRib. And I did the J stroke, and that's how I get the cartilage out of it. Mm-hmm. So I can pull all the stuff out of it that you shouldn't eat, which is what McDonald's actually uses to make the r- McRib. Of course. But side note. And then so I just have myself the rib and I buy myself a delicious bun with sesame on it. Not not poppies, okay? Sesamates. I used to do
1: the same thing where I would go to Costco and you know how Costco has the uh the ribs there that you can buy that are next to the the rotisserie chickens. Uh huh. You buy the ribs, you cut out all the rib parts on the cartilage, and then you're just left with a bunch of like rib meat of like
2: rib meat. And it's muy delicious. It's, yeah, so. and you
1: just mash it together and put it on a bun, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So I've had six McRibs That's disgusting. so far since it since it's come back. I
2: had um 46,000 calories of Jersey Mike's
1: yesterday. My, my plan to eat one every day, one Rib every day, has fallen through the cracks. I know. <laughs> but, you're about 11 short. But I have had a bunch of them. Um, all right. You ready to move on to – you want to do Gluttony Club? Since Let's do a quick Gluttony Club. Since we're already
2: doing Gluttony Club. Let's take a break. We'll come back with spoiler alert. We'll do the quickest – Morningwood, just to throw some shade at a, guess what, a politician who made terrible decisions, and the people who voted him in who made even worse decisions, and then mostly, mostly spoiler alert, and a smidge chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo. Wait. Just, a, just a smidge? Just a smidge of <laughs> of, of Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Um. So,
1: okay, for Gluttony Club, got a couple things we got to talk about. One is how delicious the McRib is.
2: No, it's not. God. You were wrong, Vincent Fody. <laughs>
1: no, it is quite delicious. No one delicious.
2: knows more about barbecue
1: than me. Remember, it's only available for a limited time. I don't think it qualifies as barbecue. I think it just qualifies as... There's a tangy as,
2: barbecue sauce on it. It
1: is a barbecue sauce on there. So this is, this actually falls under our BBQ-anon, because as you pointed out, to, to people like Zuckerberg, it's not McRib, it's mmm, crib. Of course. Because <laughs> the lizard people want us to be eating babies because microbes are made out of baby flesh? Is that what you... The lower the interest rates, the more
2: children they're eating. Is that family. where we landed on that? That's where we are. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All aboard, everybody. Let's do a Gluttony Club BBQ-Anon crossover just in time for the holiday season.
1: The holiday season. Also, speaking of Costco, I don't know if you've had the Costco uh, chicken sausages that they have oh, there.
2: Oh, the most amount.
1: So I've been buying these... The Adele's, the I...
2: rolling in the deep chicken sausages. I've
1: been. <laughs> Adele has her own brand. Rolling in the
2: deep. So,
1: <laughs> so Costco has these chicken sausages, and they're so
2: good. I'm a that's a qualitative to them. statement. Kick me off the radio.
1: I, I'm addicted to them. I've been eating them because they're because they're first of all they're zero carbs, so you so you can eat like as many as you want of them, and also <laughs> yeah, carbs as we know the real enemy carbs. on the Costco Gravy show. Okay, <laughs> um, that's why I only smoke pipes because yes. no carbs, no carbs, baby. Uh, and then they, I used to eat them with the uh, the Sweet Baby Ray chicken sauce that we talked about before on the show. Yes. Fantastic, one of my favorite sauces of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you can eat them by by themselves. I started eating it by itself, and the natural flavor that that these chicken
2: sausages have is so good that they don't even yeah. need anything. Natural flavor. Don't read the ingredients. It's just natural. Natural. Flavor. <laughs> Processed flavors. I like to microwave them for forty seconds and then pop them in the air fryer for three minutes. Ooh, that's a good way to go. I Just also so they get a little, little big fan, like or, or you can do the, the reverse. You air fry it and they get a little crispy and bumpy, make it look like a little S T D, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you wrap it in cheese and then you nuke it for thirty seconds. Oh, there you go. And then you cut you know why I like cheese. What kind of cheese? Like mozzarella? Uh no, no, I don't like the microwave mozzarella. So like a I do like a light cheddar, like okay. cheap, <laughs> cheap cheddar. That's a good way to go. Or expensive American.
1: Uh, also, in chicken news, uh, I think we talked about this last week, but Jollibee has a promotion going on where you can get a free Jollibee chicken sandwich, which I got to say, out of all the chicken sandwiches from fast food places, I got to say, Jollibee has really surprised me. They It's pretty darn tootin' They have good. They have a really, really good chicken sandwich. So I enjoy the chicken sandwiches. If If you haven't had the Jollibee chicken sandwich yet, highly recommend, and if you... Are interested in trying it but you're like mm, i don't want to pay uh, for a chicken sandwich you know because i'm broke right now they get a job loser uh and or also instead of getting a job which i'm i'm highly against <laughs> we need ubi universal you hate
2: jobs i hate yeah all right, we need
1: universal that. basic income so everybody can get a free chicken sandwich but Jollibee's doing their part because if you go to chickensandwichlawyer.com Jolly Bee has a promotion going on where you can sign up and get a free a, a coupon the, for a free chicken sandwich. What's the name? Is crispy chicken? Crispy poultry or something like that. Crispy poultry. <laughs> it's this it's this is gag that they're doing about how like you need you need uh, to be represented by this chicken lawyer to get chicken justice because there's so many bad chicken sandwiches out there. Tin Roof is a good chicken sandwich. I. I know you don't like tin roofs, so I appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. It's very brave of you. It is, um, but yeah, I'm. I haven't it's had chicken. New world I haven't had tin roofs uh, spicy chicken sandwich in a while. I feel like maybe going over there after the show and get one. They're so good. Their fat noodles are pretty darn tootin' good. Uh, yeah. So I don't know tin roof. So, I, I don't know which is better because tin roof is good, but
2: Jollibee little surprisingly short thing. good for a fast food chicken in. sandwich. Enough about chicken. Okay, all right. We talked about Zuckerberg. I, I want to talk chicken. about chicken all day. Baby. I want to talk about turkey, bro. Turkey? Turkey, just for a hot second, Well, tis the season. Very important. Uh Uh-oh, we're getting a phone call. I don't know how to answer this! (laughs) Okay, here we go. Uh,
1: Hello. I do know how to answer this. Hello, you're on the air with biscuits and gravy.
2: This sounds like crap. Hey, boys. (laughs) It's the sandwich aficionado himself!
1: (laughs) Mr. DJ Trump himself. Nobody knows more about fast food than this guy. How you doing?
0: I hear I'm doing good, good boys. I hear you're talking about chicken.
1: Oh, yeah. Long time. We ha- It's been a long time since we've heard from you, Mr. President.
0: Well, there's a chicken I want to talk about, and his name is Joe Biden. <laughs> oh,
2: Laurie <laughs> First of all, I want to remind our listeners, in case you've forgotten, him, this is the one, the only, Mr. Donald Trump. You are a big fan of BBQ Anon. How excited were you to find out that I, Chuck Sauce, was BBQ Anon?
0: Chuck, I knew you were a BBQ Anon the whole time, okay? i know you chuck
2: (laughs) i smell collusion Mm, i smell (laughs) collagen (laughs) trump thank you so much for calling the biscuits and gravy show today the biscuits and gravy show on kku 88.5 fm trump we're talking chicken here lay it on me string beans
0: look joe biden is such a chicken i've challenged him multiple times for a re-election and he refuses it's crazy
2: it's mm. crazy, bro. W- what if
1: they had some sort of like food eating contest and then the winner got to be president?
0: I would win hands down, everyone knows.
1: I mean, we we've seen the the pictures of you on Air Force 1 with the KFC bucket.
0: Yeah, I eat a bucket of KFC every morning.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> that's how you start strong, man. I'm and so glad to hear it.
1: Or or as you like to call it, training, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: So, <laughs> I think mm. I think uh the current state of American democracy would actually benefit from choosing a president based on food-eating competitions.
0: Look, I tried to pass that in Congress, and I don't know what they were thinking, but they said thank you.
1: So I'm looking forward uh, to, in 2024, voting for President Kobayashi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you think you could take down Kobayashi?
0: Oh, yeah, I could take Kobayashi down any day of the week.
2: Mm, okay. So,
0: Trump, you're not you're
2: not just saying that you are the best at eating chicken sandwiches. You're telling me that... You can actually beat the hot dog eating champion?
0: Oh, yeah. I eat wieners so quickly.
2: What are your favorite holiday tips for the season coming up?
0: (laughs) Well, actually, boys, I've got a spoiler alert for you. Are you ready for this? Hold on, everybody. What is it? I, Donald Trump, will become president once again. December 25th, 2021.
2: That's wow. the Christmas miracle we're all waiting for. Wow. That's what we call Miracle
0: on Wall Street. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a Merry Christmas for America.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for calling it. And thanks so much for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of your life.
1: Trump. And we look forward to you officially becoming president once again.
0: And thank you, boys, for all the work you're doing, and God bless America.
1: And let's make America
2: gravy again. All right.
0: Let's make America
2: gravy again you a bit right.
0: here. <laughs>
2: all righty. Uh, pro tip for the Thanksgiving season coming up, everybody, okay? Make sure to read a very obscure Wikipedia article. Get it hammered down, all the knowledge, and then yell at your family members for not knowing this Wikipedia article that you just read. So you can call them all a bunch of idiots. Um, Very important.
1: This this year, I'm going with the sinking of the Lusitania. Is
2: that what you were reading when you came in? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I saw you read about battleships when you came in.
1: Okay, I was. That was just what was on the front page of Wikipedia. You were going to mention
2: the Lusitania 37 minutes into the show, bro. We all know coal doesn't burn that we hot. We don't have to think coal
1: coal can't melt steel beams.
2: No. Is
1: that, <laughs> is that like the Lusitania truthers from yes! the 1900s? Yeah,
2: I am, I am a Lusitania truther, okay? As well as should we all be. Okay, ah! should we take a real break? All right, uh, just a hot take for everybody. If you're going to do Thanksgiving at your house, don't deep fry a frozen turkey. It's thaw your turkey out a couple days ahead of time, okay? Very important stuff, okay?
1: And don't eat a, a lobster that's been in your in your refrigerator defrosting for three days.
2: If you're going to cook a turkey in the oven... There is w- only one way to cook it, and follow the Alton Brown recipe for cooking a turkey. You got a frozen turkey. You brine it a couple days, okay? And then you cook no, you it just You just want to brine them. overnight. You want to you, you brine for a couple days.
1: And uh, all of our safe seafood eating health tips are brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's, it's a rock, rock lobster. lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? We'll be right back after these messages wrong we know that coal cannot melt steel beams we just learned about that i can't
2: believe you're gonna bring lusitania up now of all days okay
1: well we don't have time to talk about the lusitania because we got to get into spoiler alerts We've got so much to talk about for Spoiler Alert this week, Chuck. I dream
2: about the Lusitania. I call it Lucid-tania.
1: There was so much stuff that I wanted to talk about last week that we didn't have time to. But I should mention that Spoiler Alert is brought to us by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite.
2: Mark Ruffalo knows about the Lusitania, bro, okay? (laughs) Mark Ruffalo is a
1: Lusitania truther.
2: Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Justin Trudeau's Real Bread. Because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's
1: Trudeau. <laughs> uh, so last last week you told me you were talking to me and we were talking about a show called Future Food or something like yeah, that. And, and that- then I tried to look it up and I was like, this show doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, so it turns out, and this doesn't happen very often on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, okay? But it turns out I, Charles Sullivan, Ignatius Thompson— I believe this was off radio. May have said something that wasn't entirely correct. I don't believe that. But... I know, it doesn't happen much, but I got a lot of agendas to work through, okay?
1: So, are you are you up to Agenda 21 yet? <sighs> We're getting there, bro. We're getting there! Uh, so, is there a show called Future Food? I don't know what it's called. Did you
2: find the one with the handsome Korean guy?
1: I don't know. Is is it called Food of the Future? No. Possibly?
2: I think it's called What We Eat Next or something. Oh,
1: okay. So I've been trying to find it, and I couldn't find it on any streaming platforms. But I'm looking forward to finding it.
2: There's an episode that talks about sushi and how, spoiler alert, unsustainable it is. (laughs) Crazy. Mm. And it also talks about there's a cult... That makes 80% of the profits from the sushi industry? Really? Yeah. Cray cray. Uh-huh. Is it like a Japanese
1: death cult? No, it's a, Well, I don't want to get into it. Like the people that bombed that subway station? Kamikazes. <laughs> no, remember in like the 90s, there was a, a Japanese death cult that released a bunch of neurotoxin into the subway? No! You don't know that story? No, I don't know it at all. Oh,
2: we got to talk about that wow. later. As if we didn't have another reason to not eat at Subway. <laughs> Uh, also, I walked into a subway The sign said eat fresh So I left
1: Speaking of murderous Asians uh, Squid Game season 2 has been confirmed
2: Wait what Yeah
1: so season Why? 2 of Squid oh. Game has hey. been confirmed
2: You're scaring uh, me bro
1: so, There's something
2: spooky outside it's, Our, uh, it's our studio engineer Toots. just startled me Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a weakling <laughs> watching Hey over Tony us.
1: So uh, for all you Squid Game fans, which is pretty much the entire world, because Squid Game was Netflix's number one watched TV show of all time. Of all time! Of all time, and uh, the longest running in the top, in the, as, in the number one spot. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, what? Tony, you Tony, haven't seen Squid Game? Out, That's like, it's like oh. right in your wheelhouse. It's like, wheelhouse? It's, it's right in your wheelhouse. Okay, we just the house that. of wheels! Tony Tutox is unfamiliar with the phrase wheelhouse. <laughs> But if you're a Squid Game fan, as everyone else is, uh, Season 2 has been confirmed, so we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, Season 2 of Ted Lasso just wrapped up last month, so all of Ted Lasso is available to watch right now. Um, If you're a Ted Lasso fan, Chuck, I know you haven't seen Season 1, but I highly recommend checking it out. Um, Jason Sudeikis is handsome, handsome, charming, and extremely disarming it's a such a fun show to watch it's heartwarming watch it with your girlfriend or significant other i I guarantee you're going to enjoy the show ted lasso
2: speaking of watching stuff with your girlfriend he won he won an
1: emmy for it uh for a reason like it's it's definitely a, a quality show i'm sure apple probably paid for it for the emmy but he he definitely deserved it so definitely check that out um if you have hulu watch the show dope stick that's my pick of the week uh, it's only eight episodes, I believe. It's a series. seven episodes. Dope sick. Dope sick. It's about uh, it's a a show that's that's about the opioid crisis, and it follows Michael Keaton as a doctor who prescribes opioids to patients, and then un- unbeknownst to him, they start to get addicted because um, Purdue tricked everybody into thinking that that OxyContin was not addictive. Yeah. And then he gets he gets he gets into a car accident and he gets hooked on oxies himself.
2: Spoiler, Purdue knew how terrible they were all along
1: they lied to Congress. And uh, there's also if you're and then
2: Congress invested in drugs, right? If you're and then they made money.
1: If you're interested in the opioid crisis and uh, all the shady back dealings of Purdue Pharma, you can also there's an HBO there's an HBO documentary called "The Crime of the Century," which documents everything that they did Mm -hmm. and how they like bribed the FDA and then the guy that approved it at the FDA who got them a label that said it wasn't addictive. Then he got a very lucrative job working at Purdue Pharma like the very next year. Isn't that that's, a, isn't
2: that that's a crazy, crazy coincidence? Wow. So crazy. That's good. good thing the government doesn't do that ever again. Yeah, good thing. Anymore. Good thing that that's legal. Yep. Good thing the government absolutely has your best interests at heart so, all the time. I'm
1: calling it right now. I believe Dope Sick is going to get an Emmy for Best Miniseries. And I'm I think thinking Golden and, Globes. And I believe. Uh, My personal pick is probably that Michael Keaton might win an Emmy for this show So if you haven't seen it Highly recommend it's a must watch Especially if you know anybody that's been affected by the opioid crisis Or if you're from West Virginia
2: (laughs) Now is Michael Keaton a Scientologist? find oh. out next week on Michael Keaton's oh hands. god I hope not, no, he's not. He's <laughs> right, thank not. god uh, also yeah, thank god who absolutely exists also on HBO uh,
1: succession season three fantastic as usual
2: I you an, know I love my succession I know you love succession and I, I actually got to say that uh, as a big fan of the Culkin family I'm gonna start watching it I got a little bit of free time a little bit later today got a little bit of hash oil and get weird and watch yeah. it. I read an interesting article Vincent Fodi about succession can I share it with you okay it was about about how the director of it films it to make the lives of the super rich look really depressing. Had you do you experience that when you watch the show? You, you you know a lot about films and stuff, yeah? Uh I would say that
1: it's 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 set up in a way where you kinda empathize with these super rich people, but uh I mean, being a billionaire does still kind of look appealing. It's 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 hard to not make being a billionaire look appealing even if they have uh their own kind of family strife Hmm. it does it does make it look like if brian cox was a billionaire media mogul and he was your father how he might not be the most attentive father okay but i mean we we all have unattentive fathers and we (laughs) we don't get to uh drown our sorrows on our private jets so uh also Season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm, as you mentioned, has been fantastic so far. So if you're not watching Curb Your Enthusiasm season 11, get on it. The most recent episode featured friend of the show, Woody Harrelson, of Woody Harrelson's Lumbers. His prices on lumber are smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. So check out
2: that that episode. This whole season has been amazing.
1: Um, It also involves... eating watermelon. And the Ku Klux Klan. And the, it's got a little bit of everything. KKK. So definitely check that out. I love Curb Season 11. It's been great so far. Uh, if you have Netflix, don't forget that 30 Rock is available to stream. I've been, I've been watching that. I watched that new uh, Idris Elba Black Cowboy movie called The Harder They Fall. Was it good? It was pretty darn good. It's not just a good black cowboy movie. It's just a good cowboy movie. So if you like westerns and you like slick westerns with a lot of um, action and violence. Okay. I like it,
2: action and violence. It had
1: a very Tarantino kind of feel to it. How about
2: nudity? Was there any nudity in it? I don't believe there no was no nudity. Any
1: nudity? I'm trying to remember. I don't think there was any nudity. If you nudity. want to watch a
2: black western that has fantastic nudity. But the cool thing uh, is. Check out Posse. Oh, okay. From the '90s, but the cool Fantastic thing is that a,
1: a lot of times in cowboys and cowboy movies and westerns, uh, the black historical figures are underrepresented, and all the people that are portrayed in this in this movie are like actual historical figures. Yeah. So it's
2: uh, also spoiler alert: uh, less than thirty percent of actual cowboys were Caucasians. Yeah,
1: that's Crazy. true. Yeah, Crazy. There, there was um, a lot of
2: black cowboys out there. Mm-hmm. So weird that
1: um we didn't see that portrayed in early Hollywood it's films. Weird.
2: What next Jesus wasn't white hair <laughs> white and blonde, you know? Uh
1: also the movie uh Shang Chi Le- Legend of the Ten Rings <laughs> Which is, was uh, made billions of dollars at the movie theater. It is now available to stream on Disney Plus, so if you have Disney Plus, you can watch that now. Mm. I would say I would compare it to if Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon was a Marvel movie.
2: I'm okay, I dig it. I yeah. can dig it. She can dig
1: so it. We can it's, dig it. It's, uh, it's very. Chinese oriented, okay. so but uh, I think uh, even if you're just a Marvel fan, or if you just like action movies or or martial arts action movies, it's now the pretty problem good movie. with
2: anything being Chinese oriented. It's very and fun. The problem with Marvel movies is that they're China. taking out they're taking out American things and they're they're whitewashing of Vincent Fodi and they're making it so it can fit the palette of China, which of course is a communist nation. Vincent Foddy, okay, s- but still a pretty good movie.
1: And it's it's nice to see uh, it's nice to see um, Chinese actors uh, find representation a- in uh, in our Chinese Marvel movies.
2: playing Chinese people. Yeah, so cry, that's, cry. that's always good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, also, here's something. Last yeah, week, spray paint Italians Last forever. week, I was talking about how I didn't want to watch the show you because I started watching a couple episodes of it and I didn't care for it. Yeah. And then you told me how the first season ended. Yeah. And then it spoiler. made me want to watch it. So it had like a reverse spoiler effect. Mm-hmm. Because once you told me how it ended. Then I wanted to watch it. Yeah. And so now I started watching the second season, and I didn't care for it. So can you tell me how the second season ends? Uh, he... At the end of the first season, he kills his girlfriend and blames it on uh, Jesse Stamos. Yeah. And then <laughs> Uncle
2: Jesse, John Stamos. <laughs> yep. Which is, is pretty epic. Uh, so but then we find two... out that
1: he had previously killed his ex-girlfriend, but then we find out in the first episode, maybe
2: she's not dead? Yeah, we thought he was just psychotic. Uh, so he ends up getting a new love, and he works at like pretty much a lame Whole Foods called Nirvana, right? And, he, and uh, that, that family weird girl, is super whack. Was, in-
1: is like stalking him
2: or something. Mm-hmm. So did it turn out that he
1: actually killed his his ex girlfriend?
2: Is she no, still alive? Knocks her up, has a baby, and then at the end of season three, kills her. And then drops the baby off at like an Wait, orphanage. Wait, at the
1: end of season three? Yeah.
2: Wait, so you're already caught up uh, to well, season I'm already, three? I'm already up, baby. Wow. Now-
1: I found out that Dexter, New Blood, first of all, it's got a 9.2 on IMDB. I don't know how they pulled that off. I'm still highly suspicious. Tony said it's good. Um, it, that makes did,
2: it That makes it more The suspicious.
1: only thing that makes me hold out hope is that they did, as I suspected, they did bring back the original showrunner from okay, the first four seasons. I like it. I they love it. They brought him back as the showrunner on the new series- so uh, I think that that might give it a little bit of a boost, but I'm still going to reserve judgment and probably wait till the whole thing's out and then binge watch it. Mm, oh, okay. and also on Netflix, Michael Che has a new special called Shame the Devil. Just watched it last night. Pretty good. If you're a Michael Che fan, go check that out. Nice. All right. Are you ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge, the Buffalo? The most amount. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge, Buffalo is brought to us by Maggie
2: Gyllenhaal's Bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge, Buffalo. And all of tea bags is underwritten in part by... Frank Capra's Capicola. Hey Vince. Yeah. Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. You don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. And, of course, today's show wouldn't have
1: been possible without support from Robert Downey Jr.'s down jackets. They'll keep you warm even when the temperature is less than zero. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out that these are quality
2: jackets. You do not have to be Sherlock Holmes. Thanks for getting it dialed <laughs> into KAKU, KAKU88.5, the voice of oh, Maui. Here, read this one, We sure. are the Biscuits and Gravy Show where we get all of our news from, everybody. Read the cards. Thanks for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of our life. Biscuits and Gravy Show is... Would not be possible without Manny Pacquiao's backpacks. When you need quality backpacks, backpack (laughs) Oh, man. You know how much I love that sponsor, Vincent Fody. All
1: right. All right. You ready to get into Ah. Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo?
2: There's a Raggedy and doll in here?
1: Yeah, it's right behind you. Oh, God. It's right behind you.
2: The last stop on the biscuit and gravy train today is...
1: Was that was that good? It wasn't too loud. That was good. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Chuck stuff. Knowledge. Buffalo is brought to us by Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's eye drops. All right. Our first question comes from our first question comes from Gwen in Nashville, Tennessee. Gwen wants to know what video game franchise was recently re-released on Switch to terrible reviews? What is Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto. The trilogy is correct. Um, not enjoying it so far is what most people have been saying. It's a shame because uh, it's such a good series of games.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: remember, uh, I remember playing it on like PlayStation. Picking out,
2: like, up prostitutes. Or PS
1: Two. The when Grand Theft Auto Three came out, it was like Jeez. the greatest game I'd ever played. It was amazing. All right, our second question comes from Allison in Oakland, California. Hey, Allison. Allison wants to you know. You
2: can get anything you want.
1: Uh, Allison wants to know. At Alice's Restaurant? Uh, some, it's almost it was it's almost uh, Thanksgiving time. It's almost time for Alice's Restaurant. Or
2: as I like to call it Thanksgiving, because
1: <laughs> okay. I get super high and eat turkey legs. Allison in, in Oakland, California wants to know, a Kiwi is a nickname for someone from what country, which may or may not be real? Ah, uh, well, it's <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand is correct. Would you have gotten it if I didn't say that? Of the course. May may, of may course I would real. have. <laughs> Remember, um, they, there was that Kiwi burger place or kiwi roadhouse that used to be here on maui on like lapoa don't remember it. can't even find it on the map they had a key ki- <laughs> okay that's pretty solid all right our third question is always a sports question because as you know sports is chucks achilles hoof sports are stupid it's distractifying information uh our third question comes from dennis in wailuku dennis wants to know john gruden uh was fired from what nfl team over his leaked email scandal John Gruden was recently fired from what NFL team? He's now fought he's now suing Goodell
2: for making um, his okay, and so destroying his career. Uh it, the Raiders. What are the Raiders? The Raiders is correct. They moved from uh, Oakland to Vegas. That right? is correct. How yeah. how did you know that? I uh, inadvertently have been going down <laughs> a uh, <laughs> an Indiana Jones whole lately i've been oh, trying yeah. to find out what video game i played an indiana jones video game growing up so you googled raiders and yeah, kind of and accidentally it, came yeah, up so i hate sports right, well
1: congratulations it, you actually got three out of three
2: i'm the smartest buffalo alive very good and, that's why uh, they call me neil the grass bites in everybody <laughs> <laughs> and that also means that that's the end of our show and that's the end of our time here Come on, if you've man, learned man, anything man, from today man, learn that the elite like to eat babies. That, that is true. Vincent Fody, thanks so much for uh, for doing this show with me. Biscuit boys and gravy gals alike, thanks for joining us today in oh, Biscuit Also,
1: friend of the show, Corky Gardner wants to know uh, – she wants everybody to know not
2: to eat at Fleetwoods. Good to know. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show a part of your day, a part of your life. We'll like be us, off next follow week. subscribe. We are going to take a, a day of a break, of rest. For the turkey and the gravy day, okay? It is the holiest of the holies. The high holy. I'll see you holidays. two weeks, same gravy place, same biscuit time, and for me to you, hello! <laughs> <laughs>